Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kuf Lamed. We are on Kuf Lamed and the top line, starting a new parak called Rabbi Eliezer the Milah, famous parak and Shas, going through many of the halachis of Brasmila, halachis of Shabbos, halachis of taking care of a and many other interesting topics that come up uh, in this parak. So, as we are all familiar with, and we see in our communities, we do a brismila even on Shabbos. But this is only true when the baby was born on Shabbos itself, when the eighth day, eight days later, falls out on Shabbos, not Benashmashis, not on Friday and Sunday. It has to be the eighth day. We're going to see in a few daf from now, learn, we learn this from Sukkim, that we do a brismila even on Shabbos. The most uh, famous one is Beyam Hashmini on the eighth day, even when the eighth day falls down on Shabbos. Now, why would a person not be able to do a bris on Shabbos? Because you're doing some malacha. And we'll see what exactly this malacha is. Is it geizes? Is it um, is netilas neshama by causing blood to come out? So we'll see as we progress throughout this parak. Okay, so... Everyone agrees you're allowed to mechal Shabbos for the bris. The first machlekes will be, what about other preparations for the bris? Where you, it's not exactly uh, doing the bris, but bringing the knife, doing something we're going to call this machshire mitzvah, doing things that are not the mitzvah itself, but, but preliminaries, machshire mitzvah. So that's the first machlekes we're going to have in this parak. So hold on tight. Rabbi Eliezer says, Shabbos. If one didn't bring the kli, which means the mila knife, he didn't bring it to shul already on Friday or to the person's house. And you live in Rosh Hashanah. You're allowed to bring it on Shabbos. It's allowed to be exposed. You're allowed to hold it open in the air. You don't have to hide it in your pocket. So you're allowed to carry the knife on Shabbos. In times of Sakana, and we know from many of our Yom Tovim, there's a concept where at one point we were not allowed to do bris mila anymore. So we, we talk about this Hanukkah time. And uh, other times of the year, we discuss the J- Jewish history. So there were many uh, times where we were not able to do bris milas sakana. You don't want to be walking around with a mila knife. You cover it in front of Adim. And the Gemara is going to ask what exactly this Adim, you know, what's going on with these Adim. Rabbi Lezer says another thing. Not only could you bring the knife, you could cut trees to make charcoal, to make barzel, the iron, in order to get it a, uh, to, to get a good blade. So you let actually prepare the knife on Shabbos. So this is uh, clearly Rabbi Lezer is going, they let it do machshire mitzvah on Shabbos. Klaum Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva argues, and well, the Gemara is going to explain this, anything you could have done before Shabbos, whether it's carrying the knife to shul or sharpening your knife. So then, that's not the Shabbos. However, Mila, Mila has to be beyond Shemini. You can't do it on Friday. It doesn't work. That would be Doich Shabbos, but not any preparations. Those would not be they asked the following Shiloh. Why did Rabbi Lazar say that it should be Megula, that when you walk around with a knife, it should be exposed? What's shot on that? Isn't Mishum Chabibe mitzvah because to show the Chibab HaMitzvah that I'm, I'm carrying it openly, excited for the mitzvah? I don't Mishum Chashadar. Maybe. If you are seen with, with uh, something in your pocket, people are going to say, hey, well, what's this guy doing? He's carrying something. He's carrying a cell phone. So therefore, if you're holding the knife exposed, everybody sees, oh, it's a Mila knife. It must be. He's going to do a bris Mila on Shabbos. So it avoids suspicion. So the Gemara says, what, what's, the, what's the difference? Why you're doing it? Either way, you, you, you should hold it exposed. So the Gemara says, 
to the case would be, let's say a person covered the knife, but he's in front of Adam. He, he has two Adam, Reuben and Shimon, and Harry says, look, I'm carrying a knife, and he puts it in his pocket, doesn't want to hold it uh, out in the open. So... Is that fine? If you tell me that you're supposed to carry the knife exposed, if, and that's because the chibube mitzvah to show how much you love the mitzvahs, so then specifically megula and mechusala, you're supposed to specifically hold it megula exposed, revealed, not hidden. Even if you have aid in there, ella yam mishim But if you tell me the reason is because of chashad, so. If the whole concern is chashat, people are going to suspect me. So one second, I have Adam here. I feel a mechusa shaper dummy. Even if it's concealed and covered, it should be fine because I'm walking with Adam. Anybody has any concerns, they can speak to my uh, my secretary over here, my press secretary, and then they, they can find out what exactly I'm doing by hiding something in my pocket. I have Adam. So there's no longer a chashat, which is very interesting. We usually don't say this when it comes to Marasayan. But either way, the Gemara uh, asks this question. So my... What is the primary reason why you're supposed to hold it open in the air and not covering it? So the Gemara says, Itmar, Amr Ablevi, Lai Amar Rabbeleza, El Chibu Mitzvah. Rabbeleza said, Hold in because of Chibu Mitzvah. Tani Nami Hachi, Mevio Megula, Vein Mevio Mechusi, you should bring it revealed and not, not covered. Divi Rabbeleza, that is the opinion of Rabbeleza. To show your chibub hamitzvah, how much you love the mitzvahs. Our mission is also right. Says if it has a sakana, when there's a sakana, it's dangerous. Then and then you could cover it, but only if you have aidim there. Sounds like basakana, and you're only allowed to use this adim trick when there's a sakana, when there's a reason why you can, you don't do not want to hold it out in the open. Shalai basakana, why? If there's no danger, you're allowed. You, that means you should be able to hold the knife exposed. You would have to. Shmamina, why is this mishim chibub mitzvah? Shmamina, it's all about chibub hamitzvah, and that's why you hold it exposed. If you have no choice, you should conceal it. But then you have a concern of chashad that people are gonna say, "What is this guy carrying underneath his robes over here?" So that that's why you have Adam to tell them that you're carrying a mila knife. Tanya, either have another brayso he should bring the knife exposed, but not mechusa, not covered. We have this practice. We would always bring it during sakana with the edim. So Iboyle asked the following question: Edim the Ka'ama. When we say edim, our Mishnah, Rabbi Huda says edim that you have to have people there when you're transporting the knife. Is it ihu v'chad, the the carrier himself, is one aid? And another person, maybe since you can't testify about yourself, you and two others. Do I need three people total or just two? Even if one of them is carrying the knife. Tashma, I'll bring you a raya. It When it comes to sakana, time sakana, you should cover it in the presence of Adim. If you tell me, to other people, it makes sense. That's why you use the term Adim. Ali Amrit Huvachad, if you're telling me, nah, all you need is one other person, so just say that. Why are you calling them Adim? My Adim, why is it called Adim? So the Gemara says, Shiruyim Hud Makam Acher. These two people, meaning the carrier of the knife and his friend, have to be the type of people that would be qualified 
for Adis in a different situation. Now, they can't, he can't testify on his own self because he's carrying the knife, but he has to be a kosher person. So as long as he's kosher and his friend is kosher, so we're going to borrow the term Adim to, to show. If I just if the mission would have just said, just get another guy, another fellow, that wouldn't, that wouldn't tell me the qualifications for this person. But now you're telling me Adim, so I know that the other person and himself, they have to be of the level that if it was a different scenario, they would actually be kosher Adim. The oid Omar Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer adds something else. He said that you're allowed to do machshire oichanefesh, and he got into the discussion of of uh, making charcoal in order to uh, to sharpen your knife. So turn around on him. in the town of Rabbi Eliezer. So Rabbi Eliezer was the murder asra of his town. So they went with his psak. Hayu Carson ate him. They would cut the trees. Lasos pechamim to make this charcoal. Lasos barzel to process and manufacture the knife. On Shabbos, be Shabbos, which is interesting. Why didn't they do it before Shabbos? But it seems like they always did it. In the, t- in the place of they would eat chicken and butter, no problem. They would eat that. That's what they would serve for dinner. Interesting. That is the sheet of the Mesatlas Chulun. There's a discussion uh, regarding um, what is considered. Basar b'chalav. The Torah says we're going to see the Gemara. Lesavasha gadiba chalevi mai. Perhaps oif, chickens or birds are not included in that pasuk. So we'll see. So Levi ikol be yoisi rishba. Levi once came to the house of Yoisi, who was a rishba. He was a, a trapper. He was a bird trapper. So kariva leresha the tafsa b'chalva. So they served him a peacock. Now this whole discussion of peacocks having mesira. So someone will bring a raya from this Gemara, but it depends how you translate peacock. But the aruch does say this means a peacock. So they served him a peacock's a roish a head. The chalava in milk, or maybe in butter. So he didn't want to eat it. I mean, this is uh, this is basa b'chalav. The whole simon and shochan arach. Guess the comment of Rebbe. So Levi said, well, he got upset. He came before Rebbe. He said, "I'm my said to him, I'm loy sisham sinu. You should put Yosef the uh, the uh, trapper in cherem." Put him in Shamuti, put him in Kherim. So Armalay, Rabbi said, No, Asi the Yudim Besera Haba. No, this is the town of Rabbi Yudim Besera. The Amina and I assume Dilma Darsh look Rabbi Yosek Lili. They paskin, uh, Rabbi Yudim Paskin is like Rabbi Yosek Lili. That's not what's in a Mishnah. In Chulin, Rabbi Yosef Lili, I remember Rabbi Yosef Lili says, Asim Sukim, Nema, Lois Seichel Konovela says, You shouldn't eat. Novela, Venamar Loy Savasha Gadi, Bachalev Imoi, they shouldn't cook the milk, uh, the, the, the animal in its mother's milk. So, since these psukim are, are we going to make some type of Xavier Shava, S. Sha'osr Mishum Novela, that which was Osr, Mishum Novela, things that could have an Isr Novela, Osr Lavasha Bachalov, that you should not eat, you should not cook with milk. Fine. So that means my cow, if a cow was she- was not shechted properly, that's called novella. I'm not allowed to cook it with milk. Everyone agrees. Oh, if a bird, a bird, you go to Empire Chicken and the sheikh didn't show up and they killed the birds without the shechita or it wasn't a good shechita, that's also novella. So it should also be basr b'chalav. b'chalav. I would also think the same thing. Same way you can't have cheeseburger, you can't have a chicken cheeseburger. It has to be something that 
gives milk to its young. Yatsa oif she'ein loy chalev imay. A bird doesn't nurse from its mother. So therefore, that is not included in the Pasuk of loy sevashal gadiba chalev imay. Therefore, in the opinion of Rab, the opinion of Rabbi Yosei is that oif b'chalav is totally mutter. Now, we do not pass like this. There's a, there is another shita that, it's a, that is iser daraisa. According to most Rishonim, we do not pass like that either. We hold it's not a iser daraisa. There's a marshal, there's a toysfus. We assume that based on the Rambam, the Rambam says, if someone says that Oif Bechala is an Isra Daraisa, that's an Isra Vatoisa, interesting um, example he gives. We hold it's only an Isra Darabonon, and you have many nafkaminas. If you have a, if you're a rabbi, you have a, or a kitchen shilas, so when you're dealing with Oif Bechala, you're always dealing with Dinim Darabonon, and you can invoke Safet Darabonon Lekula, you can invoke uh, many other Heterim that you're dealing with a Din Darabonon, but not a Din Daraisa. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak. Irach has hoisa b'eretisol shayosin k'rabbi Lezer. There was a town in Eretisol where they would always they would act in accordance with Rabbi Lezer. Vayemesim bismanam. So and you would think that they would get punished. No, vayemesim they would die bismanam in their in the proper time. V'loy oid el shapam achas gazer machas rashi gazer yitzol alamila. At one point you had the Romans. They had a decree that Klai Yisrael cannot do brismila v'aloy seir like gazer. But on that town of Rabbi Lezer's uh, his his constituents, they did not. Uh, they were not part of Xera on Mila. So just by the way, there's a, there's a few points here. So first of all, you see the Koyach of Amar da Asra, of someone who paskening for his town. Uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein in the Hakdama to the Sefer Egos Moshe goes through that, the, the significance of it, of passing like someone, even if others argue, there's a concept of Amar da Asra. And you see that they were not punished for this. They were actually rewarded for the fact that they went with their Rav. But however, once you keep in mind that once a halacha was already decided, which means now, in, uh, in, 2000, you know, in 2020, a person decides, you know what, I'm going to go past the Kabyei Seaglili, you're taking 1,500 years of Pesach halacha, and you're throwing it in the garbage. So there's a concept of uh, closure that you might have open halachic uh, disputes, and different cities have different, uh, different uh, Pesachim, but at some point, many of those are resolved, and there's an accepted psak for Klai, so not always. There are, you know, there's different communities have different opinions, different menhagim, but uh, in, in matters like this, you know, Basar B'chalav, so we typically have a uniform psak across Klai Yisrael, uh, you, know, you know, after, after the Hasim Talmud and the Rambam and Shulchan Aruch, so over time, it has definitely become the norm that we do consider it a Isra Dirabon. Okay, Tanya. Rabban Shemegalilimer. Rabban Shemegalilimer says, "Kol mitzvah shekibulim b'simcha." Any mitzvah that Klai Yisrael accepted upon themselves b'simcha, going milo dechsev, like milo. It says in the pasuk, "Sasanech." We see this by a bridge. Sasanech lemersecha kemoitze shalal rav. You see the simcha dying oisav b'simcha. So if we originally accepted upon ourselves with joy, we still fulfill this mitzvah b'simcha with your bagels and locks, and people get excited for a bris. However, things that we accepted, we weren't so happy. When it comes to forbidden relations, the Pasuk says that Moshe Rina heard that people were crying with their families. What does it mean they were crying for their families? They were crying over their family uh, interactions, relationships, which is talking about Arias. And that was the commandment. And so they were crying that they were no longer allowed to be with the uh, the Isra Kroivim. So So we still do this when we fulfill this mitzvah, which is talking about a wedding or divorce, 
There's no ksuba that goes, you know, as planned. There's always mistakes. That's when you write the ksuba and when you're trying to collect the ksuba. You also have these things. So you have, uh, you always have kitata, and that is based on the fact, according to this Gemara, according to Shem that we accepted it's biktata, and therefore it will always be biktata with uh, with fighting. Tanya, Rabban Shimon and Menelaz Reimer, call mitzvah Shemas Yisrael Atzmalei and Lamisa. Any mitzvah that we gave ourselves over, Lamisa for this mitzvah, we were Moisir Nefesh, B'shask Zeres Hamalchus during time of of Zeres Kagoyin Avodis Kachavim, whether it was Avodis Zara or Mila, or they didn't allow us to do Bris Mila. So these mitzvahs Adain Himuchzekes Biyadam. We are still strong about these, and it's the psychology also that. When a person is, is given an ultimatum and you decide, I'm going to stick with something, so then later on in life, you're going to feel that these things are significant. I mean, I gave up my life. I gave up, I gave up money for this. I gave up whatever for this mitzvah, so then it's going to be strong by you. But other, but other things, and things that people did not necessarily give up, when it came to tefillin, it seems like they, uh, they still, people did not wear tefillin. When they made a gzera, people people accepted a gzera. No, it's filling. Okay, we won't wear tefillin. Can go in tefillin. Adain him adam. We still as marupa. Marupa means weak, loose. We don't uh, hold on to it. Bechazaka. And how do we see that uh, that the yidden there was a gzera that yidden should not wear tefillin? So we're going to see. Dam Rabbiane. Rabbiane said a halacha, and this is the introduction to the tefillin discussion. Tefillin tzrich and gufnaki. Tefillin needs a person to have a gufnaki, according to the Ramah. That's why women do not wear tefillin. So tefillin needed gufnaki, and and who had gufnaki? Elisha balkanafayim. So my my he, what is what exactly is gufnaki? And Rabbiya shleiafiach behen. Once you not pass gas, Rabbi Mershleisham behen. You shouldn't sleep in there. And some Rishonim add other other bodily fluids, and that's why women do not wear tefillin. That that a woman does not have a gufnaki, and and. Uh, only someone who has a gufnaki should wear tefillin. By the way, that's another reason brought down in the Rishonim why it became the practice that we only wear tefillin for Kriyashma and Shmanesra and a few minutes you know, before and after, but we typically do not wear tefillin by Mincha, we don't wear tefillin throughout the day, even though there are those Yechidim that did, is because we cannot keep a gufnaki. Forget about a, 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 a uh, a reishnaki, a clean head, but uh, even a, a, bo- a clean body, we cannot do that. That's the reason why we wear tefillin for a very short time. Now, my Karila Alicia Balkanafayim. Why is he called Alicia Balkanafayim? Sounds like he has wings. What's what's Pshat? If Amachas goes to Amachas, or Shal Gzeri, so yeah, the Roman government had a Gzeri. She called him Hamnia Tefillin Reishai. Someone puts tefillin on his head. He crew as Meichai. They're gonna knock out his brains. So Elisha didn't care. He put on his phone. He went out to the shuk, and he was the only one that was actually most uh, nefesh for this. Varol Kaster Echad, a certain Kaster uh, general saw him. Ratzma fun of Razachar. He ran away. Kevan Shegiets lies to the. This general caught up to him. So Elisha took off the tefillin, put it in his hand, and Amalei said, What's in your hand? I'm holding the wings of a dove, dove's wings. He opened his hands, and there was a miracle that he, in fact, was holding dove's wings. Everybody called him Elisha Baal Kenafayim. Now, Maishna Kenafayim, why did Kenafayim? Why was that on the, on the tips of his uh, of his lips to say those words? Why why did he compare himself to Kanfayoina? 
So the Gemara says, and Veloy Armele Sharaf is one on a different bird, a hummingbird. Mishim the Damik Nesisol Yana. He's trying to invoke Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Rachmanus for Klai Yisrael, and we know Klai Yisrael is compared to a Yonish Nemer Kanfi Yonah Nechba Bakesef Vevroiseha Birakrak Harut. So you see that there's a concept of Kanfi Yonah Mayon is a zoo. Kanafeh Meginas Leha, just like the dove, its wings are Meginas Leha protected. I saw Mitzvos Meginas Aleim. Our Mitzvos protect us, and therefore he wanted to invoke. The concept of Kanfayona protecting the the bird, so the mitzvah should protect me. Amar Rabbi Abba bar Adam Rav Yitzchak. Hamachas shachulayviu ismamir Shabbos. Going back to our mission, the mission discussed that according to the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, one is allowed to do machshire mitzvahs mila on Shabbos. Even not only the the act itself of circumcision, you could even do. Preparations for the bris mila. So Amar Abba, Amar Adam, Rav Yitzchak, Pamacha Shachuv Loyaviu Ismael Shabbos. So what happened once? They forgot to bring the Ismo on Friday. They forgot to put, put the knife in shul. They aviu b'Shabbos and they brought it on Shabbos. And the the Gemara adds Derech Gagos v'Derech Hatzeres. They brought it through the the roofs and through the Hatzeres. So just a little introduction before we get into this. This is really Erev uh, in 101. So we know, and we spent significant time in this Masechta discussing. Carrying on Shabbos, so we know that Hitzah, in order for one to be to violate the Isra Deraisa of Hitzah, you have to have an Akira and a Hanacha. You have to carry from Rishus Harabim to Rishus Yechad, Rishus Yechad to Rishus Harabim. If there's a Carmelis involved, so usually it's only Nisad Rabbanon. That is our halachas of Dinim Deraisa. Now, what makes something a Rishus Hayachid? From a, on a deraisa standpoint, we said it has nothing to do with ownership, and it has to do with mechitzos. It has to do with with walls, with mechitzos. If there's partitions that are ten tefachim high, then uh, you know dal badal you have or, or space, or any of it. You have fenced an area. It's dal badal uh, of, uh, of of walking space, and you have a fence around it. That is called a rishus hayachid, even if it's owned by numerous people. Rishus Yachid is all about mechitzos. Okay, that is regarding a din daraisa. So the truth is, you look at an apartment building, and one could figure that wait, throughout the, the apartment building, even though there are many different owners of the various or renters of, of the various apartments, there should be no problem of carrying from one apartment to the other apartment because it's all surrounded by walls. It's in a mechitza, and the truth is, mid daraisa, there's no problem. However, there's another concept called a ruvichatzeres that. We're going to see this, there are many, uh, many dafim and erevin dedicated to this. That Midrash Baran one is not allowed to carry from one Rishasiyachid to another Rishasiyachid if it's owned by two different people. So, how do we, uh, how do we, uh, how do we uh, carry on Shabbos? So we make an Erev. You make the Erev. An Erev doesn't mean the strings with the wires. That's not what Erev is. Erev here means Erev uh, Chatzir. He's looking at your Siddur. There's a bracha to, to make when you make a Shutuf. When you, uh, there's, there's a concept of Erev Chatzir. We do, we do it with the matzah. The Ramah said that people used to do it with, with, with bread. Now we do it with matzah. Last the entire year. So that is how we join together. And even your community Erevin, there's also a, there's a document that everybody needs to go to the, the city and you make a shutfis to show that we are all owning each other's property. Okay. That allows one to carry from one house to another house. There's another halacha. If you have a, a chatzer, 
we're going to call a chatzar a courtyard. So the same thing, you have to make an Eruv Echatzeris, you know, the owners. Additionally, there's another halacha. Let's say something was in the chatzar, but you did not make an Eruv Echatzeris. So you know, Bungalow County, there's no matzah that week, whatever. So you're surrounded by walls or fenced in, but there's no, no one did an Eruv Echatzeris. Halacha is, let's say there's a chair, a beach chair or something that was in the chatzar before Shabbos. Halacha is you're allowed to move it around the chatzar because there's a concept of that it was kind of shvisasai before Shabbos. That chair has its resting place before Shabbos, you're allowed to move the chair within the chatzah. You cannot move it to anyone's individual house. Okay, so let's just go back two lines. So, Amr of Abba, Amr Rabbi Abba, Amr of Abba, Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, Pamachas, it once happened, Shachuv lo heviu, Ismo of Shabbos. They once forgot, they didn't bring the knife before Shabbos, they viewed B'Shabbos, there are gagos, there are and they brought it through these porches and roofs, and they didn't go into Rosh Hashanah And this was not in agreement with Rabbi Eliezer. So the Gemara says, hold on, mask of Rabbi Yosef. Shaloi Barotzen Rabbi Eliezer. What do you mean? Not the Rabbi. Rabbi Eliezer said, Rabbi Eliezer said, who the Shari? It's Mutri. You got to carry him in Rosh Hashanah So the Chitim, Shaloi Barotzen Rabbi Eliezer, the Shari for the Rosh What I meant to say was, it doesn't really go, it doesn't fit with the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer because he would have been more Mako. Avo elabrotzen rabbanon. It goes with the chacham's opinion to usher that although they say it's usher, derech roshes rabim to go through roshes rabim. Visharu. However, they they make a derech gagos derech hatzeros vikarpipios, meaning they waive the concept of eruve hatzeros in order to allow one to prepare for the bris milah. So although Rabbi Lezer is make for roshes rabim, the chacham argue with him, but they'll be make if you're only violating. But takana of a rubichatzeris, you could in fact bring the knife on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, "Mishari, really? Come say it's mutter. They allow you to." To go against the concept of Eruve Chatseris, Vatani Lutan Abraisa, Kishem, just like Emavian Oisa Derech Shusram, Kachemavian Oisa Deloy Derech Gagois, Voderech Karpipios, Voloy Derech Chatseris, you can't bring it through these porches and, and, and roofs. You can't do any of these things. So Elam or Avash, Yavash says, no, we're talking about something else. Shlai Baratzoin, Rabbi it doesn't fit with Rabbi Lezer and his discussion because he holds. It's uh, it's mutter to go with and the chum holds also even in Carpapios. So who is this like? Elaboratzin Rabbi Shimon. It's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Who is this Rabbi Shimon? It's now went in a Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Omer. Echad gagos, whether you're talking about roofs, vechad karpipois, vechad chaseros, all these things cooler mishus echadin. They're all considered one, one. Uh, one rishos, and, and we mentioned earlier that the same way I'm allowed to take this beach chair that's uh, sitting outside before Shabbos, even if there's no eruvi chatzeres, meaning there's a f- it's fenced in, I'm allowed to move it from one place in the yard to another place in the yard. So too I can move it gagways, kapipos, chatzeres, as long as it's still in the uh, in the outdoors. It's part of the the um, you know the public property. Even if it's you know privately owned, but it's not anyone's specific property, I'm allowed to move it. So he holds cool and rishos So when we said you're allowed to move this knife, we're talking about the knife was left outdoors, not very safe, but the knife was left outdoors. So his opinion is you're allowed to move the knife within the outdoor system without going into rishos rabim, and additionally avoiding going into anyone's house. You can't go into a person's house. So I guess the bris was outside. They were doing a uh, social distancing bris mila outdoors. Because you're not allowed to bring this knife into the shul. You're only allowed to bring it up until something called the karpipois, gagos, and chatseros. Rabbi Zeir asked the following shayla from Rabbi Asi. This whole discussion of carrying this chair 
within the chatzar. Is that only when it comes to a chatzar, a courtyard? What about a mavoi? So a mavoi was an alleyway, which you had, was surrounded, you know, had walls on, or three, on three sides, but the fourth side was, was, uh, was you know, the entrance. That's called your mavoi, your cul-de-sac. So mavoi shlin, why they didn't do a shutuf with the mavoi. Malatata bakulai, can I carry from one part of the alley to the other alley? Me, I'm reading kachatzdam, is like the courtyard, which is totally surrounded, and I can move my chair from place to place. Machatzah, I've got the layer of if you didn't do the layer of mutlatata bakulai, hainami, I've got the layer of shutuf, but I didn't do a shutuf. Mutlatata bakulai, I should be able to carry throughout this entire alley. I don't know, the chatzar, why? The chatzar, it's layer of machitzah, the chatzar is. Dawa has four proper mechitza. It's a regular shusarabim. And therefore, you remember, I'm, I'm in a chatzar. Hi, this mavoi, Leslie, I have mechitzas. Doesn't have a four mechitzas. Inami, chatzar, isle, diurin. A chatzar has people living in there. So it looks like a Rosh Hayachid. Hi, this Mavoy, less be diurin. I guess the classic Mavoy didn't have a diurin there. What it was, was you had the, the alleyway, but then breaking off from each alleyway, every person had their own little chutzr. So the, or, or they had, a, it was like a chutzr portion of it. So the chutzr is four, surrounded by four walls, and it's diurin. It literally, walk, you walk into the house from it. So that's more of a Rosh Hayachid as opposed to a Mavoy, and there are people there. People park their cars. So uh, you look at your your classic, you know, cul-de-sac and lake where you have your mavoi, which is probably the parking lot. You have your chatzah, which is people's, you know, uh, the property. And then you have your rishos inside people's home. So high less with the urine. So the shasik, lamidi. Rav Asi was quiet. He didn't say anything. So on a different time, Zimin Ashke of a Kamar, Rav Zeyra found Rav Asi, he was sitting, and he was said the following. He quoted Rav Shimon ben Lakish. Am Rav Shimon ben Lakish, Mishim Rav Yehuda Hanasi, Hamachas, one time Shachuv Levi, is when we were Shabbos, they forgot to bring the knife before Shabbos, Vevi Uba Shabbos. And they brought it on Shabbos. And the Chum said, what's going on here? Heich Manichin, Dibre Chacham, how could they leave? The opinion of the Chacham, which is Paskin, you cannot do Machshire Mitzvah for Mila. On Shabbos, Kepi Machal Shabbos, Oysin Krebelez, they go on the Krebelezer? Oh, now, what's wrong with that? Chadar, first of all, the Rebbe Lezer Shamuti, he was put in Cherim, or it means he passed in like Beshamai Shamuti, Ve'oid, Yachid Verabim, Halachid Karabim, even Rebbe Lezer was not Shamuti, we should pass in like the Chachamim, because Yachid Verabim, Halachid Karabim, Ve'am Rabbi Shaya, and Rabbi Shaya said, I'll tell you, Pshat, Sheilis is Rabbi Huda Hagoyzer Ramali. I asked Rabbi Huda Hagoyzer, Rabbi Huda, now he was the Moyle, so they called him the, the Geyser. Interesting, not so politically correct. We're talking in a case where it was a mavoi that they did not do a shutif in it, so therefore it's not your full rishosiyachid. Meaning, even though in the raisa, it's a rishosiyachid, but there's a problem of there's no eruvi chateris, there's no shutfe muvais here, and they didn't you know do the matzah business. When he brought it in from one place. To the other place. Okay? So that's what Rabzeira said. Uh, he said over this story. So Amale, so Rabzeira, I'm sorry, this is what Rabasi said to, uh, to Rabzeira. So Amale, so Rabzeira said to Rabasi, Sphere Lamar, you must hold. Mavoy, and this answers our question. The question was, just go back a few lines. When we said that uh, when we said that a chutzer, that you had your chair, and, and you know, you had, you had your uh, beach chair, and the chutzer, there was no air of there, you're allowed to move it from place to place as long as it's surrounded by walls. We said that everybody agrees to that. The question was, what about a mavoi, the alleyway? So we weren't sure. Is it, is it mavoi similar or is it different? So he asked Rabzeira, I'm sorry, he, sorry, he asked uh, Rav Asi, and Rav Asi did not uh, give him an answer, but he told me that 
there's another story where Rav Zira, Sorav Asi, said the following story from Rav Oishia with the Brismila and Rabbi Yehuda Hagoizer said that you are indeed allowed to move the knife from one point of the Mavi to another point of the Mavi. So Amalei, so Rav Zira said to Rav Asi, Sfirle, the Mar, you must hold. And you answer my question. You're allowed to move, to move something within the Mavi itself. Again, an outdoor bris, you're moving the knife from one part of the alley to the other part of the alley. You're right. Ain't here. I'm late. So hold on a second. I asked you the Shiloh two months ago. You didn't tell me this, Teretz. Maybe because you were learning uh, the last couple of months, through, through you were learning a different sugya, and you came back to this, and you know, came back to you, and right lach means it ran back to you. Gemara your mesayra, so and yeah, agav shitariyatali When I was learning, I remembered this, so therefore, although I didn't have an answer for you uh, a while back, but this in fact is my psak that the same way one is allowed to carry from one part of the chutzr to another part of the chutzr. So if the object was in the the mavoi before Shabbos. You're allowed to transport the Mila knife from one point in the Mavoy to the other point in the Mavoy. Okay, we will stop here. Mr. Shem will continue tomorrow night.